Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and this is Today I Watched 2018 Week 30, Part 4. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about Main Event Episode 304. 304. And um, three, three, count them, three NXT live shows. I took some notes during the actual show, mostly just what the matches were and who... Um, who won each of those matches hopefully some of that jogs my memory of specifics that happened during them Um, but we'll get to that in a minute and also mission impossible fallout one of the best action movies i've ever seen oh my god this this movie is so good so good you know what i'm not even going to talk about it more than this if you like action movies, go see it. Go see it. If you've seen the other Mission Impossible films, you'll enjoy it even more. Because it's uh, it, it ties into those uh, a lot. But if you haven't, still go see it because the action sequences are amazing. Uh, the story is great. Um, it had me, uh, well, not on the edge of my seat because I was in one of those recliners. Those fancy movie automated recliners those uh mechanical electronic recliners um and these ones i saw this film in riverside yes in riverside at the amc uh near tyler plaza or whatever it's called anyway there's a comic book shop uh right next to there that i uh still ha- i haven't even started reading the comics i bought there this was on friday it's now monday i didn't even t- i put them in my suitcase and they've just i i might have forgotten that they were even in there if not for thinking about it just now i need to get those out of there because they're like in a secret compartment not secret it's very obvious zipper like it's like a laptop compartment which is pretty pretty good idea if you're for some reason don't have a separate bag for computer stuff but um it's uh yeah there's a comic book shop by at that mall right near the the movie theater so i got saga volume one because i haven't read any of saga yet and from what i've heard what i've read on the internet all the comments and posts about it it's amazing so i gotta check that out um, and I also got a Star Wars manga, which I hadn't heard of before, and I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. So, sometime this week, maybe not this week, because I'm heading out on tour in, like, less than 48 hours um, with Blue Devils. So I'll be I'll be sort of busy once I get out there. A little bit busy. Um, maybe not so much the first couple of days, but the whole like day four through 10 or 11 gonna be incredibly busy um so i might not have time to actually read very much but maybe i'll start reading them before i go um and i have i still have so many comic books to catch up on oh my gosh there's just a stack piled up and i like got stuff sorted into into short boxes um the the old 
crummy cardboard long bo- uh, short boxes or the, the comics I haven't read yet. And there's way too many of those. And I've been trying to fill up the nice plastic black short boxes that are super sturdy and all that. Those are, are where all of my red comics go. And uh, there are not enough comics in there compared to the other one. Although I I recently cataloged all of i am getting off uh getting off topic talking about you know, all these comic books here uh, when i have so much other so many other things to talk about but uh there's a great i think it's called cz comics let me let me check what it's called clz comics and actually this website doesn't just do comics you can also uh catalog your books catalog your movies catalog um your video games so i have clz comics and clz games Be, uh, i didn't get their book app and their movie app or their subscriptions because before i even knew about that i only knew about the comics one um i bought these other apps book buddy plus and movie buddy plus and um i haven't I have all of my comic books in the one database and all my video games in the other database. I haven't put any books in there yet, so I don't know how good this app is for books. Um, and I haven't put any... Uh, I've only put a few movies in there so far. 40 movies so far that I've entered in there out of what has to be like a 1,000 probably. Anyway, all those apps. I like the CLZ comics and games apps. Um, while it, those other ones, you can also enter stuff by their barcodes. But uh, I like these because you have uh, pretty easy access to all kinds of other stuff. You can add your own data fields. You can uh, rate all of the stuff that you've you've partaken in that you've already enjoyed, and uh, you can add. You can also put stuff on wish lists, which is pretty cool. So I recommend it. CLZ Comics. Um, I don't know what the exact website is because it kind of contains all of the apps. Um, and it does cost a little bit of money if you want to catalog more than 100, which I do have more than 100 comic books. So I, I splurged on that so I can easily keep track. Another really good thing that... Um, I'm going to find for this. I had been keeping an Excel spreadsheet of uh, the manga that I've been collecting and um, just trying to keep track of. So like if I go to a used bookstore or something, um, I can check on my phone. What do I have already? But I was really bad about like updating it and stuff. And so it's like each time that I do update it, I kind of have to like go through everything and see what I forgot to put in all that with this when I pick something up, I just scan it right into the app and it's right there. And, um, and even before I buy something, um, I can check in the app and see, uh, what I already have, obviously with a, a cataloging app like that. So that, that's what I'm, I, I'm most going to use it for is for, for manga and for comic books. Um, so if I realize, Oh wait, have I picked this up? Have I picked up this book yet? Because I'm so far behind on reading. Uh, this isn't super familiar to me. I don't recognize this cover. Oh, I did pick it up. I got the variant or whatever. So 
I recommend them. CLZ Comics. Search for that and you'll get to the website, I'm sure. Um, all right, let's talk. Uh, so Mission Impossible Fallout is freaking awesome. Go see it. I'll have a, a, I'll, I'll have a spoiler episode just about Mission Impossible Fallout very soon. I'm probably going to go see it in in IMAX tomorrow because I, I saw it in Dolby Digital, which uh, was great. Um, the only thing I'm reluctant about uh, for seeing it in IMAX cause it is that it's in IMAX 3D, which I'm not sure I will particularly enjoy. It doesn't seem like a, a film that would benefit as much from the 3D as... Um, as uh i mean all of it's well if they actually filmed it with 3d cameras then it could be quite good but uh for a film that's all about like all the action and stuff is about it actually happening them actually doing all these stunts and stuff i'm i feel like the 3d could take away from that but i'll report back i'll let you know what i think of that and let me know what you think of that if you've already seen it in 3D. Um, so before I talk about these NXT shows, uh, main event this week, we had uh, Mark Kanellis versus Zack Ryder. And I believe Zack Ryder won that match. And then we also had the Ascension versus the odd tag team of um, Chad Gable and Noe Jose. Noe Gable. No, that didn't work out as as was coming out of my mouth. I realized, oh, this is not this does not have any type of ring to it. I should stop, but it's too late. Um, no way, Jose. What is that sound that's happening? Somebody knocking, rapping on my chamber door. Uh, someone just doing some goofy stuff outside okay um uh noe jose won the match as he pinned victor victor's the smaller guy right i don't know anyway anyway that's that's what happened on main event uh back on friday night we had nxt riverside um this match um as opposed to the night before the night before was in an arena. Um, this, this night was held in a theater and I only had general admission tickets. So, uh, likely got there early enough that I was able to grab a, grab a seat. There wasn't really any bad seats in there, but the, the whole upper deck was very far away from the air conditioning vents. Um, if those were even doing anything, I don't know if they even even do anything in there. It was Riverside Municipal Auditorium if you want to check out a theater that's when it's 100 degrees outside, it's 100 degrees inside also. But <laughs> at least in the upper upper area. Uh so it's cool to see a, a show in this type of setup. This is my first uh wrestling show that I've attended. No, that's not true at all. What am I talking about? I am uh absolutely lying about that because lucha libre and laughs is uh in a is in a theater and i went to that um very fairly recently oh it's the wind that's what's going on okay 
was I was very confused for a second there. Um, you probably can't hear any of that, but there's just this. Sounds like somebody's dragging a dumpster across the ceiling, across the roof, but it's the uh, the wind blowing blowing around the building anyway uh yeah it was pretty cool to see it in this venue um the the general the general feeling of the general admission seemed to be somewhat annoyed i i guess uh at live events people are going to be annoyed about all kinds of things um one such thing would be the size of seats which um is an issue for some uh, non-issue for others, but uh, if you're near somebody who it is an issue for, then it does become kind of your issue because you'll be bothered by their being bothered and all that kind of thing. In general, I get it. Get get as small of seats as you can get away with, so you can pack more people into a into a place. But on the other hand. What is? Oh, they're power washing. Okay, I'm gonna keep. Wa- I'm gonna keep on. It wasn't the wind after all. They're power washing the side of the building. I think. Otherwise, it's a very direct and focused wind happening. Um. Yeah, get the seat. The sacrifice one seat per row. Get a little bit larger seats. Of course, these older theaters, like what can you even do? They made seats seats smaller back then. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, 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 moving on. Let, let's talk about the show itself. We opened up with Cassius Ono versus Marcel Barthel. Barthel, Barth, Marcel Barthel. Um. Again, I apologize for that whooshing sound in the background. That is me traveling through time. Um, Cassius Ono won that match. Uh, Marcel did not have quite the amount of time he had the other night because it was opening the whole show. He didn't do his whole his whole entire shtick um, with asking for the microphone and stuff like that, gesturing for the microphone. But uh, it was still it was. It's still fun to see him on there. I talked about this the last episode. I like Marcel so much because of how much I don't like him. Uh, he's like very, very good at being unlikable. Then we had Vanessa Bourne versus Jesse, a one-on-one match. Uh, but Bourne won. I was a little bit disappointed in that Jesse. Over these four nights, I am, uh, I am, I am a huge fan of Jesse. And I can't wait to see her on NXT television, and um, and whatever else she's on. If she's on, if she if she's part of Evolution, that would be pretty cool. Um, but until then, I'll see her highlights from the from live events on Instagram and stuff like that. But she's really she's really fun to watch. On uh, at first glance, you might think, oh, it's like like kind of like Bailey, I guess. Cause she's uh, she's like dorky and is very happy and all that kind of stuff, but it's uh, it's she's it's different. She's different um, from the she yeah yeah. Um, they can be the same sort of thing, but be very different, and that is the case with her. Uh, speaking of that, 
Brandon Williams, some might argue, is very similar to Velveteen Dream. Um, he has this very cool attitude and stuff like that. Um, we, up next, we had Brandon Williams versus Kona Reeves. This is very loud outside, isn't it? Maybe it's make it a little bit more interesting to listen to. As, uh, let it put you to sleep even more so than my actual voice. Uh, Kona Reeves versus Brandon Williams. Uh, some could argue that Brandon uh, has this very like rock star pop music Lenny Kravitz specifically as uh Velveteen Dream is uh has a lot of uh Prince influence in his look and and stuff like that um so you could say ah they're the, they're the same but they are very different they are very different and uh I enjoy them both for for different reasons anyway Kona Reeves won via uh, a pin with l- rope leverage so uh, the crowd is not happy about that. They they were not really enjoying. Well, yes, they were. Yes, they were. They're enjoying uh, Brandon Williams sitting. Um, and some people around me were not. Once the action started going, they were just like, oh, you gotta go sit back down and stuff like that. Not in the fun way. And not like they were not having fun way. And then we had a tag team championship match. Uh, Undisputed Era versus Heavy Machinery. Undisputed Era won, of course. Uh, Lars Sullivan versus Johnny Gargano. Lars was very, very upset about having broken his jaw and not having won the championship and all that that kind of stuff. Uh, He was disqualified for shoving the ref um, at one point and then uh he, he initially left but then came back grabbed a chair from underneath started to go after or gargano but johnny fought back and got the better of lars we with that chair uh so that was uh the last match before intermission um every match that happened before intermission on each night was uh involved johnny gargano so as a he's a solid first half closer and then each night finished with a match with Tommaso Ciampa. So uh that kind of symmetry was cool to see throughout the four shows. Uh after the intermission we had Kyrie Zane team up with Candice LeRae versus Tainara Conti and Shayna Baszler. Uh Candice won this match as our home show. She's from Riverside, which is pretty cool. I thought it was kind of interesting um, that in Riverside, she's announced as being from Riverside, but everywhere else, she's announced as being from Anaheim. I assume because more people know what the heck Anaheim, California is, and uh, relatively uh, much fewer people know where, where or what Riverside is. Like Riverside, where the heck is that? Do they even know if it's in Southern California? Somewhere in California, maybe it's in your Bakersfield. Um, but uh, I, I say that as if I know where Bakersfield is. I, I know the general area where it is. I think it's it's north of, of Los Angeles. Northeast of Los Angeles, but south of Fresno that's as that's as accurate 
my uh mental map of the middle of california is um i'm gonna look it up just to make bakersfield california okay so let me describe some this is map map the map minute oh it is not east oh my gosh it is west of los angeles but it is north it's northwest it is along the same highway as fresno so i got that much going for me um and it's fresno is just smack in the middle of uh nothing 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 over there so i was close my mental map is is doing all right uh okay let's move on to the, let's move on to the next no not to the next match um uh this match candace won this match after reversing a double suplex attempt um into like a a, a double neck breaker type of thing and then she hit a lion salt um she also had another move in there but uh she pinned uh tainara um with all of that business going on so it was a, a happy happy win uh then we had adam cole versus tyler breeze for the north american championship and adam cole won thanks to a distraction by the undisputed era heavy machinery came out they didn't uh they they had score to settle from earlier and uh it didn't help that they're out here helping adam cole cheat so uh they confronted undisputed era there was some action there and then lots of dancing lots of dancing and everybody did the worm it was it was a lot of fun go look up go look up the the tweets with the video of that and not get a video of that i got like a picture maybe pictures i got from this night were not great um but they're enough to look back on and say oh that's the match that was happening cool uh the next night i finally downloaded a uh like a manual camera app like with all the different settings that you can adjust exposure shutter speed um uh white balance you could lock that in so it's not flickering all over the place um that's especially helpful i believe in like a stadium type show with like changing lights um throughout and all that that it won't make your your color balance through your white balance go crazy um if you just lock it in there um so yeah i downloaded this the next night but like towards the end of the night so the last match i took a lot of photos with that app um and i was still getting used to it still figuring it out so there are a couple of pretty good ones but then the next night i own the last night in phoenix i only took photos with that app and uh, I got some, I got, I got some pretty good ones. I think a couple that I really like. I posted one of them on the uh, today I watched Instagram page. I believe it's at today I watched. Unlike on Twitter, which is TIW podcast. Um, uh, so I was in the front row on the stage. I'm jumping ahead here. But uh, every now and then, like the entire front, like everybody on the stage was standing up. But I didn't really feel like that because it was a long four days. And uh, I was like, I'm not going to see much more than I can see, like leaning forward. So uh, when everybody's standing up, there's like a straight shot across 
to the entrance, like at the top of the stairs there. And I got some pretty cool photos of just Tommaso Ciampa framed by a sea of darkness around him because I could just only see him through that alleyway of people. And I thought those came out pretty well. Uh, The main events of the NXT Riverside. This was Friday night, remember? Uh, Velveteen Dream and Tommaso Ciampa, an unlikely teaming. They fought EC3 and Aleister Black. Um, yeah, the, the the pretty much the whole the whole match, Dream and Champa were not getting along. Um, they were at odds with each other, and finally, finally, uh, Champa bailed, and Aleister Black pinned uh, pinned Velveteen Dream after a black mass. Uh, afterwards, EC3 asked, asked Dream to come back out, but uh, he didn't. And then they just said, oh, hey, thanks for coming. <laughs> it was kind of weird. It was kind of a weird ending. Um, also, it was it was weird that he, he started this final speech. Well, Aleister Black did uh, had something to say after that. But uh, it's it's a weird way to end the show by saying, are y'all having fun yet? It's like, well, I, yeah, I think so, but now the show's over, so I don't, are you hyping us up for the show to be... I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, like I said last time, I am I am uh, getting... Like, seeing these live shows, I like everybody more and more. Pretty much every across the board. There hasn't been anybody who I've seen live... I'm like, ah, I, I don't actually don't like them very much. Like everybody I've liked more and more every time I've seen them. Even if they like mess up or something like that, it's like you can see like you can really see their reaction to it and their recovery from it and it's like yeah, they're they're uh they're really trying trying out there and and doing their best. And I appreciate that. And then, like, that's on the low end of things. Um, on the high end of things, like, this is, like, the, 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 the interaction with the crowd, responding to stuff, all that kind of thing from people you may, don't, don't even really expect it from. And that, that makes me like everybody more and more also. Uh, so the next night in NXT Las Vegas. So first off... Um, I don't have any fun. I don't have any like really crowd stories like that first night in San Diego um, from Riverside. Uh, this this night was in another arena at the at Orleans Arena, um, which is part of uh, the Orleans Hotel or whatever it's called. I don't know. It's a little bit west of the Strip, a few, uh, like a mile or so west of there. Um, actually it's, it's really close to, um, T-Mobile arena, which is where I, uh, where backlash was at. Oh, no, payback. Sorry. Payback was there. No, it was a backlash. It was pay, payback, payback, pay, roadblock. No pay, pay, pay black, pay, pay block road, road back. No, it was Elimination Chamber. What am I even talking about? Duh. It was Elimination Chamber. Um, 
anyway, uh, it was it was a it was a it was a good drive. Not too bad of a drive. Um, pretty uneventful getting there from Riverside. Uh, but the thing was, I I was think I was considering not getting a hotel or anything, and then like leaving from the show, going on to the next place. But uh, I realized that I had rewards points for a free room at Wyndham Hotel. Now, all the hotels were sold out, either sold out or only had really expensive rooms rooms left. I think the, the least expensive room um, on Booking.com was $500. And one of those $500 rooms was at... Uh, I, <laughs> I can't, I can't remember the name of this place. It was part of the Caesar Hotels, but it's also part of Wyndham. So I think all the Caesars Hotels are part of Wyndham also. Anyway, this hotel um, is a $500 room, but I had the points to get it. This is not actually like a $500 room. It was like a normal room that when it's not busy maybe like a hundred bucks um but to get it for free basically for free with those points uh that's uh like yeah i'll do that that that's gonna be of great value for my trip and it was although we get lots of good rest i i I wasn't really intending on staying a hotel very much maybe like two of the four nights um actually five nights four nights yeah, four nights. The first night I was just driving and I slept in the car at a rest stop for a couple of hours going into San Diego from Phoenix. But um, all the other nights of the trip, I ended up, even the last night, when I only had like five hours between when I got to the hotel and had to leave for the um, to take my rental car back at the airport. Um that was a, a very, very, very inexpensive room there in Phoenix. So, like, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of worth it for those five hours. Anyway, um, it was a very interesting trip that I did not plan nearly well enough for. And I'll get to that even more for the final day from Las Vegas to Phoenix. But uh, what was I what was I saying? Uh, I I like this venue a lot, especially compared to Riverside, because they had the air conditioning on, and it was effective. Um, not that it wasn't on in the other place, but it was not effective, because uh, it was an actual arena in the desert. They know what they're doing there. They know how to handle large crowds, and this is not nearly as large of a crowd as uh, they have, because half of it's sectioned off um, to to bring the the stage. To, closer to the stands and stuff um but uh yeah i this 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 night was great it was basically a repeat of the first night it was the same exact matches but not the exact same finishes there are some different spots throughout that uh and all of that so we had oh i didn't even finish oh i didn't write what happened in the last match but i i it was basically the same as the as the first night uh we had ono versus kona reeves and the opener ono won 
We had Kyrie Sane and Jesse team up against Tainara Conti and Vanessa Bourne. Kyrie Sun Kyrie Sane won that match via her anchor lock submission uh to Vanessa. So that was different from the first nights, um, because she had won with the the uh insane elbow. Uh, then we had Marcel Barthel versus Brandon Williams. Williams won that match via Spear. Lars Sullivan defeated Tyler Breeze. So that was oh yeah, that was a that was a repeat of the first night. And we had uh Johnny Gargano and Heavy Machinery three man tag team versus the other three man tag team of Undisputed Era. Uh Johnny won by pinning who did he pin? I think it was it must have been Kyle O'Reilly. I think it was Kyle O'Reilly both times. Uh, after the intermission, we had Shayna Baszler versus Candice. Shayna won to retain the women's championship. And then Kyrie came out again afterwards to uh, save Candice from further beating by Shayna. She went, went back into the ring and put her in that, um, that chokehold and all that. And then we had uh, Velveteen Dream versus EC3. The Dream came out on top there. And then Aleister Black challenged for challenge to try to get his NXT championship back from Tommaso Ciampa and Ciampa won. Um, there was a, there was a run out again by Johnny Gargano, but uh, it was, uh, it did not end up the same in, in that uh, we didn't get Ciampa laid out on the floor for a long, long, long time. Um, that was uh, just that Thursday night special treat that we got from him. Uh, so that brings us to NXT Phoenix. The, the, the travel to get there is about 250 miles, I think, which isn't that bad. Um, but, uh, in the middle there, like weeks and weeks before this trip, I was thinking, ah, oh, you know, I should try and see Hoover Dam because it's on the way. Um, just looking at the map, I was like, oh, I drive pa- right past Hoover Dam. Um, driving between Las Vegas and Phoenix. And um, at first I thought, uh, well, I could do the tours. Um, I could just wake up early. This is when I wasn't even going to stay in a hotel in Las Vegas. Um, get there early, do the tour, all that kind of stuff. It would be really cool. So uh, as I was driving, saying, I'm just going to drive straight through. It's fine. I can see it from the highway. Which, n- note... If you are driving on Highway 93, you cannot see Hoover Dam from the highway because they have uh, very tall um, concrete barriers um, separating the entire highway, um, which is uh, just a good move. Stop people from even wanting, even knowing what they're driving past. If people could see it, they would stop there on the side of the highway and be like, oh, it's a bridge. You got to get across the bridge. Um, anyway, uh, I see the signs for it as I'm driving past the GPS is telling me to do one thing, just keep going. Like, yeah, you know what? Shut up. Turn you off. I'm going to go see the Hoover Dam. I thought I was doing, I thought I was doing really good on time. I figured this, the show, oh, okay. This is going to come into play in a second, but I thought that the show would start at the same time as the show had started the last three nights at seven thirty, doors open at six, presumably. I 
I did not a single I I did not get there a single time before the doors opened. So I did not I was there was no way I was going to be standing outside in the incredible heat of Riverside, Las Vegas and Phoenix. Well, if I had if I had gone really early in in Las Vegas, um, I wouldn't have had to stay stay inside. There's an all indoor area for all that lining up and stuff. But anyway, I figured this this show has to start at the same time as the other shows because if they were all at different times, then the other three shows would have been at all different times. Um, the ticket did not have a time on it. My parking ticket. So I paid ahead for bar- parking. It said five o'clock. But um, okay, that's we- that's weird. Maybe that's when the doors open. That's like, or that's when you can start parking there. That's two and a half hours before a seven thirty start time. That's kind of that. That's a lot. It would make sense if the parking started at that time. No, five o'clock was when the show started. It said so on the website for the theater, um, but. Further issue, I double-checked on the WWE website, and it said 5.30. It's like, I don't know what's going on. By the time I realized this, the earliest I could possibly get to this to, to there, if I booked it, I was still on the highway, GPS said 5.21 was when I would get there. And that's when I would get there, not when I would actually be able to walk into the theater and uh, to my seat and all of that. So I... This is I, I would have made it in plenty of time if I had not stopped to see Hoover Dam. At first, I went uh, and did the walkway across the Memorial Bridge, which was um, I realized that I'm not so much afraid of heights as I am afraid of dropping my stuff. Like I was when I took pictures of it, I had like a death grip with both hands on my phone. Like I'm not going to, I don't want to drop this cause I cannot get it back. I did. There's no way to get it back. I will just watch as my phone plummets into the rocks below bounces very far, ends up in the river and floats down. And eventually, uh, is in California. I don't know where that river goes. California. Probably. um, and I was, I did not wear my, I, I could have benefited from wearing my hat as far as sun protection goes, but I would have definitely lost my hat. Especially if I took my hands off of my head, holding my hat to be able to hold my phone to take a picture or something. So the walkway is very, very windy and it is very high up and it's not crazy narrow. Uh, it, it's like normal walk. Uh, sidewalk sized um but uh yeah it's cool to see the it is cool to see the the dam from that vantage point from like out far away um but it's uh, it's a tad bit of a hike from the parking lot up to it and you have it's a very long bridge to walk out um far enough to see like down into the water and stuff so the, uh, that bridge is on the um, the river side of the dam. It's like the outlet side of the dam. Um, so you can see the entire span of it up uh, down into the canyon. And then that's the, the river, river trickling out from, from it. Um, 
so I saw that and I was like, oh, this is cool. I got some video of it, some pictures. Great. Um, and uh, so, I thought, well, it looks like on the map that it's faster to just keep going towards the dam, drive across the dam, and all the way out to the other side than it would be to backtrack to get back out to onto the highway. So I don't want to backtrack, and I want to see the dam. I'll just go that way. Um, so I, 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 I drove across it. Driving across the dam is just like driving across the highway of the Memorial Bridge that you can't really see very much because all the concrete barriers, um, walkways and stuff, all kinds of safety features you can't actually see out across there while you're driving. So it's like, okay, I'm going to park and, uh, the nearest parking space that was free anyway um they have a nice parking parking lot on either side that's like 10 bucks or something like that like yeah i want to be here for a few minutes it's not worth 10 bucks it would it, it i should have i should have done that it would save time and also i wouldn't have walked tons and tons of stairs down from the parking lot that i ended up in but uh it was about 101 degrees i believe there at the hoover dam I was walking up and down all these stairs to get over to the dam. But once I got there, it was so cool. Um, it's amazing. Someday I'll go there again and do the actual tour inside. Uh, I did not have time. I probably could have done that, but I would end up even later for the show. And this is the, the best seats I was going to have the entire of all four nights. In theory, we get to that. Um, but, uh, yeah, the dam is super cool. I didn't take the time to read like all the placards and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, I did take in the sight of it, the feel of it, the sounds of it. Actually, I don't, I didn't really pay attention to the sounds of it very much. I think of it. There wasn't, there wasn't so much in the way of sounds aside that I can remember other than just people talking to each other. There was a guy when I was up on the bridge it was like all oh, the friggin unions that had to be involved with this like that's that's where that's where he, that that's what you take away from this whole experience like ah oh, the unions blah he seemed upset about it <laughs> rather than amazed like the sheer amount of coordination required to pull off a project of this scale is amazing it was like ah oh, the damn unions that had to come together for anyway <laughs> um it was it was really cool i took a bunch of a bunch of pictures my very seldomly used panorama feature on my phone i utilized that just the regular one on the regular camera app i think that manual camera that i got does work does have a panorama feature on it but um as i i could barely see the screen because i my my glasses turned dark in the brightness and the then my phone, even on maximum brightness, I can't really see it very well. But yeah, it was it was super cool. Anyway, I I I went to continue going towards Arizona on those back roads around the dam. It was closed. You can't. There was a reason my GPS was telling me not to do that. Note self, maybe believe what the GPS is saying. So um, I, I ended up having to backtrack all the way anyway. Um, 
but uh, I had plenty of fuel and I was able to get to the theater without stopping for gas or anything from that point. So it, it worked out. It worked out. Um, I made that, uh, I, I realized my mistake during that drive. If I realized it before I got to the dam, then uh, things would have gone very differently. But I, I got there not too late. I only missed one match, I believe. It was EC3 versus Cash Ono and EC3 won. Uh, when I got there, his music was playing, and then I realized as I was walking into the theater that he was, had just left the stage. Um, so I don't know. I guess I could check. Let's see. Let's see in cage match. Um. Because at that, from that point on, I never saw Alistair Black or Marcel Barthel, so I don't know what was up with that. Yeah, we had uh, EC3 versus Cash Sono in the opener. Yeah, the, for for whatever reason, those two other guys were not. We're not on that show. So I, yeah, I, I wonder what the, wonder what the reason for that was. Um, anyway, uh, I, I was very glad that I got to see the second match, which was a singles match between Jesse and Vanessa Bourne and Jesse won. And it was super exciting. And, uh, I was very happy. I got to see that. Um, I mean, she won both of the tag team matches from night one and three, but a singles win, that is awesome. Um, then we had a singles match between Kona Reeves and Brennan Williams. Uh, the crowd is going wild with this one. So many sit puns. My favorite was holy sit because of, uh, Brennan's, uh, tendency to sit in the corner and, uh, it, it, yeah, it, it got quite a bit of attention from, um, from Kayla who is announcing the show and uh social media team um posting all kinds of stuff about it even even hashtag holy sit was on there like oh you get you're, you're pushing it you're pushing it to the edge there with the uh the the pg uh and we had a tag team title match there were three title matches on this this night so it's the only night of the four that had three all the other nights only had two title matches and it kind of traded off between all of them. We had the NXT tag team title match. Undisputed Era successfully defended against Heavy Machinery. Um, very similar to their title match from two, uh, from the night before, from two nights before in the other theater. So uh, this was in uh, Comerica Theater. So, uh, yeah, first of all, there's the whole t- start time of the show. There's no mention of doors. Like every other venue that I've been to on the tickets, they'll say, they'll specify five o'clock showtime, four o'clock doors, something like that. Um, this is at theaters. I've only been to a handful of theaters any- anyway. The Def- Denver Performing Arts Center um, or Center Performing Arts. What is it? is it i don't know um at the paramount theater stuff like that it says what time the show actually starts 
and what time the doors open for the show. Uh, I guess the comedy works doesn't have that, but that's like a whole different situation. Anyway, even then it tells, they tell you, Hey, show up half hour, at least a half hour before this time. So you can get in or your tickets will be released, etc. Um, this said nothing about that kind of type of stuff on the, on the, the website. Didn't have parking instructions either. Um, I had a very rough idea of where I could park before I actually got there. When I got there, it was pretty obvious, but I guess that's why. Um, so all, all that stuff was kind of a mess. And then um, actually uh, in theater, so we, in the orchestra section, that's where the ring was set up. And then they'd come down from the stage, go down some steps, and then into the ring. Um, and then there were two sections of seats on the stage that um i had front row seat number two of stage two so the ticket said and then on this on the map according to that i would have been one seat away from the entrance guardrail in the front row which would have been amazing except that for some reason they had made everybody switch sides so everybody who had amazing seats was now on the far outside and everybody who was on the far outside before. So it was great for them. People who were originally on the far outside were now right up by the guardrails. So the guy that was next to me who would have been right there in the corner, row one, seat one. He was not happy about that at all. Um, and I was, um, I, I I enjoyed the show anyway, but I, it would have been so much cooler if what was in my head, which was what it's supposed to be, had been the case of being in that second seat. Um, you know, getting to high five some guys and girls, and that's that's about it. Take slightly better pictures sometimes, but if I had if I had done that, I probably uh, I would have made it a point not to take as many pictures. Then I would miss out on like being present making eye contact with all of them and stuff which i think that 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 reminds me i think at one point i wasn't sure if it was her because she's she i think jesse had walked up on that side on the far side uh to the aisle by like the tech guys and stuff which was the side that i was on and she came up the stairs and, and went up that way um but i wasn't sure it was her because she um, didn't have, she was wearing like regular um, clothes except for her boots. So uh, probably could have said hi or something like that, but I wasn't entirely sure if it was her. Looking back on it, I'm pretty sure it was. But uh, especially later on when I, when I saw others coming up and down there, not in the entrance way like the people who were not in matches actually it was only kayla that i saw coming up that way but still that's enough to to solidify um what i thought was happening but anyway uh where did i leave off Oh yeah, tag team time match. Um, then we ended the first half with uh, Johnny Gargano versus Lars Sullivan. Ended very similarly to that uh, two nights before with Gargano versus uh, getting vengeance with the chair after Lars comes back in. 
Um, so that opening match, EC3 versus Ono, is completely different from any other uh, match of the weekend. Now, we hadn't seen that combination um, before, so that was kind of cool. Um, the, it would have been kind of cool if I had seen it, but I didn't make it to see there, to, to see that. Um, but it also was c- kind of cool that this night, this night was not just a repeat of uh, Riverside. Um, after the break, we had uh, Candice LeRae and, and Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler and Tainara Conti. Um, this match was won by uh, Kyrie with the insane elbow on Tainara. Um, so that was different from Riverside when Candace got the win. Uh, then we had Adam Cole defend the North American Championship against Tyler Breeze. Uh, I forgot to mention this for at the Riverside show. Uh, we have the Adam Cole baby, baby chant, of course. But we also got the Tyler Breeze baby, and we had dueling Adam Cole and Tyler Breeze chants. It was uh, it was so so much fun um and seeing tyler breeze all four nights was a lot of fun and adam cole like both of those guys i like everybody like i said before um and then the nxt title match uh tomaso champa defended against the velveteen dream and that was a that was a very fun match i enjoyed it quite a bit there was one moment where they uh trade they kept going back and forth attempting a suplex reversing attempting reversing attempting reversing and finally dream hit the suplex and uh this is this is after like 12 12 times back and forth six times each basically um 12 times each would have been a little bit that that would have been twice as too much but uh yes that's a phrase twice as too much um, Tommaso Ciampa retained the championship and, uh, he, uh, hightailed it out of there. There was no, uh, Johnny Gargano, uh, interaction this time. No, uh, there, no, no real reason for it. Um, since he's not allied with, um, with dream at all. And, uh, there's no, there's no tension there as there is with Alistair Black, who, uh, his loss of the title is uh, pretty much Johnny Gargano's fault. So, um, yeah, I said it. I said it. So, that's... Ooh, that's a whole lot of wrestling. It was a solid hour. Hopefully some of that was somewhat entertaining to listen to. Uh, go check out all the highlights from these matches on the NXT social media because they, they got some good clips of the most fun moments. Uh, stuff like The Worm the Tyler Breeze baby stuff. Um, and, uh, those are the, the two biggest things. Um, and a bunch of photos, of course. Uh, I posted a couple of photos on today. I watched on Instagram and TIW podcast. Um, so go check those out if you wish. Uh, and, and tweet me at TIW podcast with what you thought, if you were at these shows, uh, what you thought about this week's main event and Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, oh, I I loved the line that was the, the title's namesake. I was not expecting it in that context because it makes a lot of sense in other contexts, like right from the get-go. But when the actual line happens, I was like, ooh, ooh. Great. Solomon Lane. 
um play oh what's the actor's name uh he's in rogue nation also is his one of my favorite film characters ever played by one of the uh one of my sleeper favorite um actors uh i've talked about this in my in my rogue nation reviews yes multiple the uh this actor i wish i could remember his name it would strengthen my argument that i i i like this guy a lot um he was on the borgias which i still need to watch all of it i've watched like the first season and a half i think there's three seasons but uh he's like an assassin in the borgias and he's just awesome he's my favorite character on that show but um Oh, go go see this movie. Go see this movie. It's so good. But he's the line comes from him. At some point, you'll hear the word Fallout. And um, I'll just leave it at that. I may have already been too, giving away too much about it. But I absolutely love that line and that whole conversation it takes place in. So that's that's it. Let me know what you thought about all that stuff by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe in iTunes, write a review in iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. You can also subscribe on Spotify. Search for Today I Watched and hit follow. Yep. Um, that's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back with week 31 part one or a uh, yeah i'll have one just for part uh just for raw um probably one just for smackdown so stay tuned for that and more about mission impossible probably and all kinds of other stuff that i've been watching and reading bye for now